the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Antithesis. My name is Owen Strand, and it is a great joy to be back with you on this podcast. This is the launch week for my book, Christianity and Wokeness, How the Social Justice Movement is Hijacking the Gospel and the Way to Stop It. Friends, I am very much concerned about the movement I call wokeness, the idea, of course, that we must be awake to the nature of systemic racism and inequality in this society. That is building off of the Cambridge English Dictionary, how I define the movement I call wokeness. Many others have called it that as well. That is a technical and formal definition given here, given in my book as well. As time passes, I am only more concerned by wokeness. Concern is a very modern word, but it is actually not accurate for what I feel, what I know to be true regarding this diabolical movement that is entering our culture and society at every turn, and that is absolutely infiltrating the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. I can't believe I said those words, but it is true. The sad reality today is that there are many who have teaching and leadership responsibility in the church of Christ, and there are very, very few who are speaking up and taking a stand against wokeness. Why is this so? I have been asked that a few times by a few folks, and it's a good question. Why are so few speaking up if this ideology is so strong and is taking many people captive bit by bit by bit today? Then why aren't shepherds of the Lord Jesus Christ and those who are in some sense uh, possessive of theological leadership saying so little? Why are there tons and tons of leaders out there But why is there so little theological leadership on this issue? Truly, I don't think I have a great answer. Truly, I am still in a state of shock, even after engaging this issue now head on for a few years. I don't know why there is so little clarity and definition, but I can say this. Fundamentally, it is very hard to stand against the spirit of the age. It always has been. And that takes us back to a hundred years ago in the days when the social gospel was regnant, was advancing at every turn. The social gospel is really the early form of what we are up against. We're, we're facing a racialized social gospel. So let that be said. The social gospel of a hundred years ago that was ascendant primarily in the Northern Baptist and Presbyterian movements was a gospel so called of social uplift. It was a gospel that told people 
that if they followed God, if they followed Jesus Christ, society would improve, and at some level, their own life would be impacted. The social gospel was all about the transformation of society. It wasn't anti-Jesus. It wasn't anti-forgiveness. It wasn't anti-transformation. It was pro all of those things, at least in formal terms. But here is the reality. The social gospel was not about the true Jesus. It was not about true transformation. It was not about true forgiveness. Some people who were truly born again bought into the social gospel, but the social gospel movement itself was never what it said it was. And Christians then and now have a tremendously hard time understanding and accepting that very basic reality that movements can say they are about Jesus and can say they are about change. But the question we always have to ask in every generation, not just with one ideology, but with many, is are they telling the truth? In our time, the racialized social gospel that is wokeness is not at all telling the truth. It tells us it is about, yes, Jesus, yes, change, yes, forgiveness. But in reality, what wokeness really is about, and I'm talking here in this podcast primarily, about spiritualized wokeness, theological wokeness. What it is about is really ending the injustices that we see around us in society. It's about targeting inequality. It's about dismantling systemic racism. It's about ending oppression of those who are people of color or those who are outside of the mainstream of power in America. That is what wokeness is really excited about. Now, are different woke voices who are promoting this ideology going to announce themselves? Are they going to tell us, hey, I'm going to use the terminology of traditional Christianity, but I'm going to actually co-opt it and corrupt it, and you probably won't know that, most of you. Are they going to say that? No, they are not. If, if you study the social gospel movement of 100 years ago, roughly, you will be very well prepared to understand this basic reality, to understand that those who seek to enter the church and tinker with God's gospel, remember that this is God's gospel, Romans 1.1, the gospel of God, never or almost never tell us they are doing so. They, they are coming to do so. They are absolutely imperial. They definitely want to take over the Christian church. Acts 20.29 tells us, in fact, that they are not just wolves seeking to enter the flock and steal away the sheep. Acts 20.29 tells us they are fierce wolves. They are coming with blood on their mind. They want to draw sheep blood. Now, we have a hard time understanding this in a, in a post-militaristic, post-martial age. Most of us did not get drafted. Most of us did not serve overseas in a war. Most of us do not have uh, a threat against our lives occur on a regular basis. Some of us do, but many of us in America at least do not. And so what this kind of relatively peaceful age can do is it can lull us into thinking that conflict used to exist. And in spiritual terms, there used to be wolves and there used to be false teachers. And yeah, once in a while, We know one pops up who's a prosperity gospel teacher 
But by and large, that's all been dealt with. We're not really in those circles today. We don't really face those threats today. Part of why we think that way is because we are in a post-martial context where people don't think in terms of war. People don't think in terms of spiritual battle. People don't understand that as the Bible tells us, there are fierce wolves that don't just want to tackle people over in that corner. They actually want our blood. They want to dismantle our faith. They want to topple our local church. My book, Christianity and Wokeness, is intended to be an antidote against all of this. Because as I have said on this podcast, the social gospel is back. The social gospel never truly went away. It never died. To our shame, in some of our seminaries, we have very likely taught about the social gospel as a problem of the bygone past, as something that a previous generation had to face, but we don't. We have some issues and challenges today, but they're pretty minor. In reality, that line of thought, which I think has been very popular in reform circles, Christian circles, evangelical circles, Baptist circles, is not telling the truth. In reality, the social gospel has come back with a vengeance. And here is the truly stunning reality of our time. It has come back, and it has come back and infiltrated circles that seemed utterly impervious to influence from what Paul calls another gospel. I came up in the heyday of the Young Restless Reformed Movement. I sought together for the gospel and the gospel coalition and other related outfits and organizations and networks get formed. I know many of the people who formed those realities and planted churches, and I rejoiced 10 to 15 years ago to see all the new works that God was building. And I, I reveled in the clarity that we had 10 to 15 years ago regarding the true biblical gospel and just how much work was being done, not only in my little corner of things, but all across the world to promote a big vision of God and a big vision of saving grace. But what has happened, hear me very clearly, is that Satan has executed an attack, not just on the neo-reformed movement, but he surely has executed an attack on this movement, and he has achieved significant success. There are too many churches, institutions, and organizations that formerly were utterly dedicated to a big God vision and to the true biblical gospel that have suffered compromise in our time. Friends, I pray that you will pick up Christianity and Wokeness, my new book, and I pray that it will inoculate you against the evil anti-gospel ideology I call Wokeness. And if you have not, for various reasons, spoken up, and if you are a church leader and you have not, for various reasons, taken a stand yet. I pray that this humble little book can be a part of calling you to the wall and calling you to stand, because hear me in the clearest of terms. Fierce wolves seek to enter the church of Jesus Christ today. 
they are sent from Satan himself. And if Satan can have his way, they will enter the church and they will corrupt the true gospel and they will take the sheep captive. As a Christian, then, read resources that will help you know the true gospel and also know the counterfeits. And if you are in ministry in some form, please hear this as a call. Get yourself to the wall. Do not sit this one out. Do not sit far below the castle wall in a place of relative safety, at least for now, and fail to engage this great matter. The time is now for Christians to find their voice. I pray that this humble little book, Christianity and Wokeness, can be part of encouraging you, helping you, and strengthening you to take the stand that we all must take in some form. It's not just the heavy hitters. It's not just the major leaders whose names we all know who need to stand up in our time. They do need to stand up. They do need to speak. They do need to declare themselves. They do need to separate the truth from the lie. They do need to offer more than a passing reference to a woke idea. They need to equip their people. Please hear me loud and clear. But every Christian actually has responsibility for their own soul. I'll leave you with this. Proverbs 4.23 teaches us that it, it is with vigilance that we must keep our own soul, every last one of us. Keep your soul with all vigilance. Part of how you keep your soul with vigilance by the power of God's Holy Spirit in you, claiming divine grace all the way, is you know unsound ideas in order to oppose them. And then you press in in your daily study of scripture to the word of God and all its doctrines. And you cling to that and you treasure that truth and you live by it and your life is ordered according to it. So there's a call for all of us. Wokeness is here. You can't blink it away. You can't make it go away. You can't wish it away. It's here in our society. It's probably going to be here for a good long while. And it is here in the local church. And at some level, at some level, every local church is facing this foe, this ideology that was formed in hell itself and is the doctrine of demons that will divide the church, that will condemn white people for being part of the oppressor class and make them think, even as a Christian, that there is no way for them to overcome their state of condemnation as an oppressor, as a white person, as a white supremacist. This ideology in teaching white people that will also go on to teach people of color that white people in the church despise them and hate them. And what you will get if this ideology is not unopposed is a church that is destroyed, a church that is split, a church that is ruined by this evil anti-doctrine. So friends, my prayer, if you are hearing this little podcast, this episode of The Antithesis, is that you will understand there is an absolute antithesis between Christianity and wokeness. It is not peacetime. It is time for all 
who name the name of Jesus Christ to go to war, not against flesh and blood, but against the devil and against his lies and against the anti-gospel he is seeking to promote in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Here's the good news as we close. Christ is stronger still. Christ is greater than Satan. Christ has the true gospel, and he will not abandon his people. He will not abandon his church, but his people have to fight while there is day against evil ideologies like this in order that we will not be taken captive. I pray that Christianity and wokeness will help you in this great fight, the fight of our generation. God bless you. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.